0: beloved this is the hour before the wedding this is where we're at in history as we begin to move towards the Lord's return it is the hour before the wedding. I use this analogy a lot in the Romans 911 teachings but when the bride walks down the aisle she's just beautiful and all the glory is upon her. but the hour before beloved, this is where we're at. So often the hour before a wedding, It's a mess. There's last minute panic and the body is a mess. We must be honest with ourselves. Take like Nehemiah wanting to rebuild the walls. Take an honest look at where the body is because the father, if we look at John 17 as a pattern for the glory to come, if the father needs love and unity, to send the fullness of his glory and i think we could see that pattern uh, throughout yeshua's heart cry prayer in 17 john 17 then we must take an, a real honest look at where the church is so that Love and unity can be rebuilt in us. Remember, beloved, judgment begins in the house first. And as these shakings have begun, it's not only in the world, it's in the church. Uh, Religion is being shaken, the world is being shaken. What did Yeshua say? Beware the yeast of the Pharisees and of Herod. And these are the things I believe the Lord is going after to expose them so that the ecclesia, the body may arise during this hour. So here we are, the hour before the wedding. And you know, we've spent the last several podcasts at the beginning and of launching and introducing the Romans 911 project. We've kind of spent many of the sessions sort of introducing the whole message, laying the foundation for it. Now we're going to begin to go deeper and we're starting uh, a new series based around the hour before the wedding so before i begin these sessions please allow me to address these issues of separation and disconnection in the body because they're delicate so the reason for talking about them and delving into them at the beginning now we've We've kind of laid the foundation and and introduced the whole concept of Romans 911 is that these issues need to be brought into the light, beloved, so that we can properly deal with them. There's no condemnation in Yeshua, but if these influences are affecting us, shouldn't we want to take a deeper look at them? And they must also lay the foundation for us to accept and more readily embrace this reconnection message, which is so needed as a result of many of these obstacles and issues that are in the body that need to be removed. But simply put, there's just so much for us to gain from this reconnection message that far outweighs anything else and to delve into these issues adequately, I need to be very open, honest, and direct. I need to share my thoughts and heart as a Jewish believer from the Messianic perspective regarding how Jews and Gentiles have been impacted as a spiritual family. And so in these next several podcasts, I do ask you for the liberty and the love to express myself from this viewpoint in the hope of helping those of us from the Gentile side of the family, God's children from the nations, to more fully understand and grasp these most sensitive, delicate issues. In a sense, we need to dig up the past to unravel it and break off any negative influences that might still be upon us actually that the enemy has sowed into us that really at this point need to be exposed so they can be removed i really believe this is the father's plan to plow in our hearts and minds and remove anything that is not of the lord so that we can get a fresher cleaner download to move into this time and be properly prepared as the bride of Mashiach, the bride of Christ. This is my goal in helping us to realize and fulfill our destinies during these last days. And my hope and prayer is that you will take this journey with me and walk with me through many of these issues and begin to identify them more clearly and learn how they've actually affected us and how the devil is still using them against us, against God's family. Beloved, it is time for the enemy and his craftiness to be fully exposed. And it's important to point out that we are not complete as a body. The church is not complete. Israel is not complete until the broken off branches. These are Jewish souls yet to be saved, both from the Orthodox and secular communities, until they are restored and the full harvest from the nations. Has come in. This is what we're talking about here. This is the chapter that is opening. This is the door, the gateway, the passageway the Lord is beginning to lay before us for the last great harvest, for the end time power, and for Israel's salvation. But none of this, beloved, is going to come without our involvement, without agreement from the earth going up to heaven that heaven's power would be released. This is the final mystery in the family that the Apostle Paul wrote about in Romans eleven twenty-five 25 that we are not to be ignorant about. And this restoration, reconnection and realignment will complete the family and ready us for the Lord's coming. So beloved, Because of the sensitives and delicacies of these issues, we will be playing this introduction before each of the teachings. So if you've heard it once or twice, please feel free just to fast forward. The switcheroo, the great exchange. Think about it for a moment. If you look at the first century church, um, the Jewish believers received Yeshua and the message the Holy Spirit fell on Cornelius. There were other Gentiles too at that time, but this was the one that was really recognized how the Holy Spirit moved. Um, and then the uh, church, the Jews, Jewish believers take out Yeshua to the nations and they believe in him and become one with Israel and they receive all of Israel's covenants and promises. That is the one new man. And and let's be honest, the Gentiles in in the first century were most grateful that um, to become equal, co-heirs with Israel. There is no difference now with us in the spirit. The key to the reconnection, though, is for us to allow the expressions within both the jewish and gentile sides of the olive tree to freely flow and to love bless and support one another without thinking we all have to be exactly the same but it was that church beloved that had the glory of god on it it was that church in fact you know paul had to work very hard Uh, You can read this in his epistles, his letters to to the churches. He worked hard to lay a foundation for God's children from the nations that they were now equal and co-heirs with Israel. And they're excited to join the Jews in this beautiful one new man that Yeshua created. And the glory of the Lord was upon them. Signs and wonders followed The ecclesia, the church expands and Rome could not contend. It changed the world. And you see the enemy has so attacked the division, the love and the unity in the family of God that he has stripped us of a great deal of our power. And the Lord now looks to reestablish that love and unity so that he can actually send the fullness of glory upon us and lead us into his end time plans. What are his end time plans? The great end time harvest, the end time revival, the fire of God, Israel's salvation, and the return of the Lord. But beloved, this will not come just with God doing all of it himself. We need to be in agreement and in alignment with his plans, understand his end time plans, and begin to move into a prayer mode, into the fray, into the battle, to begin to fight for these things to transpire. God always looks for those that will stand in the gap. And so in a sense... And I always say this, and I've written it in, in the Romans 9:11 teachings a lot. God wants to restore our former glory for the latter glory. Beloved, we know, if you know Scripture, we know that the latter reign will be greater than the former because uh, the Lord told us it would be. But we need to look back and allow the Father to clean up, restore, correct, modify, make the adjustments He's calling us to with great humility, confession, and true repentance that the the body of Israel that we restore with in love and unity with them, now that Israel is awakening, that the Father can reestablish this beautiful one humanity. And what happens, beloved, is He heals that breach And we take back something strategic from the enemy called division that will empower us and especially us who are on the wall, the watchmen of the Lord to stand in the gap for others, other divisions and separations, theological, eschatological, racial issues that need healing so that love and unity can be rebuilt. The walls of the Ecclesia beloved need to be rebuilt. And so, There's this switcheroo, if you like, that we need to go back to go forward. And so if you'll allow me, follow my line of thinking for a moment so we can understand how the gospel was established. If Yeshua, if Jesus is the Messiah, then think about this. He is the only true and proper extension of Judaism. Think about that for a moment. If Jesus is the Christ, then he is the only true and proper extension of Judaism. This means that existing Jews who have not yet accepted Yeshua are still broken off. Beloved, Jewish people need to accept Yeshua just like everyone else. We all need, Jew and Gentile need to cross over from the curse of sin, which the law introduced to us by believing in Yeshua, we become free of its curse. So unbelieving Jews, both Orthodox and secular, need to be grafted back into the olive tree. And as Romans 11 points out to us, we need to help them be restored to the natural branches. I think one of the mistakes that we make in our witness is is that we try to bring them into the church. And most of the things that are near and dear to us as, as followers and as Christians have been used to persecute the Jewish people. So they have very different reaction to some of the names and symbols that are so uh, significant to us as believers, yet we have to learn a different route and a pathway to help the Jewish people, a different bridge, if you like, to help them find salvation. All of which I'm discussing has been prophesied. Remember that veil over Israel is temporary. And we know that Israel is to come into uh a a mass awakening but i truly believe as the church gets this message and begins to reconnect with the remnant of israel these are jewish believers we are going to see pockets greater pockets of salvation amongst jewish people because our father is most practical and uh, the foundation for the messianic side of the body needs to be stronger before the great awakening before that that great day comes Beloved, all of the covenants and promises were given to Israel first, including the new covenant, through Mashiach, through Christ. You could look at Jeremiah 31, 31 through 34, Romans 1, 16, Romans 2, 6 through 11, and Romans 9, 4 and 5. Yeshua was sent first to the lost sheep of Israel. Take a look at Matthew 15, 24 here, because the covenants and the promises, and especially the law, had to be fulfilled through his death and resurrection before the gospel could go out to the nations. And the Holy Spirit, as we know, was then released and sent upon the apostles and the initial Jewish believers all, all of whom founded the church. Remember, beloved, the church is, was, was Jewish from its roots and from its beginning. And Christian, Christianity comes out of, of Judaism, but it is also the only true and proper extension of it. And we see a great remnant of Israel uh, that then believed in him uh, and, and as we come towards the end, we know that this unveiling is to take place and uh, all Israel will be saved. Exactly what that means uh, is for another discussion and another day. But I do believe that there will be a great many Jewish souls that are yet to come into the kingdom. And, and what did Jesus tell us? that he would not return until they say, Baruch haba b'shem So this is blessed is he who comes in the Lord. So remember, beloved, the Jewish part of the family is part of the bride. And we need to get a, a grasp of that because the bride needs to be made complete and whole so that Yeshua can return to us. It's also important to point out that the authority of the kingdom was transferred from the priesthood to the apostles and the prophets of which is now the foundation of the ecclesia of the church right no one ever talks about the mountain that was moved into the sea when uh, when Yeshua cursed the fig tree But look at what happens right afterwards. In Matthew, his authority is questioned. And in Mark, he goes in and ransacks the temple. Um, This is very close to, you know, to the last period of time, Passover and, and resurrection. When Yeshua goes to the cross and establishes the new covenant. Holy Spirit falls, and these Jewish disciples take Yeshua out to the nations. And in this way, the gospel would be expanded through them so that his other children could come in, could be grafted in to Israel's covenants and promises and joined together with them. They became one with Israel's remnant. And now and now God's children from the nations represented Israel as her Commonwealth as the uh, Paul uses that word in Ephesians which actually makes up the one you man and we've talked about that a little bit already this fulfilled the first family mystery with the new covenant regarding, actually regarding how the, the Gentiles would come to faith. And you can pick that up in Ephesians chapter 3, 1 through 11, and Colossians 1, and 27. But this was also a fulfillment of scripture through the prophet Isaiah, who had declared that God would use Israel to be a light to the Gentiles so that his salvation would reach to the ends of the earth. See Isaiah 42.6 and Isaiah 49.6 for this particular reference. But it's significant to point out that Jesus is intrinsically linked to Israel here, that we received him through them as they took Yeshua out to the nations, but also received the covenants and the promises which actually makes us one. this 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 togetherness of the two groups is this beautiful one you man, one new humanity, one new family that the Lord has created. And there's a significant connection here for us to grasp that is vital to our understanding, especially now, as Israel awakens and the reconnection is established between the two groups. God looks to restore his family through the balance of Israel's restoration. These are the broken off branches Paul speaks about in Romans 11 that I talked about earlier. Through Yeshua and the Holy Spirit's guidance, The apostles cleared the way for Gentiles to be free of the legalism of Torah. This is what weighed heavy upon the apostles. While the Jewish believers continued their own associations to the Torah in the new covenant and There's a place now for us to really understand this, especially as the Jew, as Israel is is reawakened and being able to acknowledge Jewish expression that can easily be had without that legalistic yoke. But beloved, the, the key here is that there was a definite connectedness between Jew and Gentile with a Jewish heritage and flavor in the spirit that was apparent during those days as they laid the foundation for the ecclesia for the church through a five fold governing focus, which came along with it. Apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. The, the reconnection and the fivefold are united into the foundation of the church and you can't really have one without the other you must have both as the church is yet to to learn about and come into as we discover this revelation the power of the holy spirit flowed freely accompanied by signs and wonders and they witnessed everywhere the gathering of jews and gentiles into the faith beloved In the first century, the world was forever changed. And that special love and unity in the spirit is something I really believe is at the heart of the father's restoration in his family for us to move into now so that we can more precisely move into God's end time plans. It's incredibly important for us to get this during these days. And Gentile believers rejoiced and were incredibly grateful to become a part of Israel's rich heritage and history and to be grafted into their covenants and promises as co-heirs. Jesus created a beautiful harmony between believing Jew and Gentile in the one new man that would now take the gospel to the ends of the earth dear brother and good friend of mine Ariel Blumenfeld in Israel who works with Revive Ministries wrote a great book on the one you man and he talks about this issue about this mystery making reference to three different Greek words the Apostle Paul uses it to describe it synchloroma sysoma and synmekatoka. I could hardly pronounce them, forgive me. I'll say that again. Synchloroma, sisoma, and synchmatoka. And take a look at Ephesians 3, 4 through 6. All of these words, beloved, start with the prefix sin, from which we get the English. That's S uh, that's not S-I-N, that's S-Y-N. And we get the English words from this, such as synchronology, synthesize, and synchronize. New Testament Greek scholars tell us that it is hard to capture the clout of these three words in other languages. And they emphasize a great depth of connection and togetherness and partnership that I truly believe this is the heart of the reconnection that the Lord wants to restore that should not have been broken in the first place, but now needs to be reestablished. It obviously needs to be repaired. This will pave the way beloved for our next podcast next week. Where we're going to take a deeper look at the departure of the church from from Israel, from its Jewish roots and heritage and how some of these obstacles actually came into being. But until then, may the God of Israel richly bless you. Lots of love to you in Yeshua.
1: Thank you, Grant, for that insightful discussion. To dialogue with Grant and Hallie, please send comments and questions to email at romans911.org. Again, that's email at romans911.org. If you resonate with the Romans 911 project, please pray about partnering with us to bring this reconnection message to the threshold of the church. Sign up for our monthly email. Join our global virtual meetings with other believers to dialogue and pray together. And most important, read the Romans 911 book, Time to Sound the Alarm, and view the Romans 911 Study Guide 12 to 14 hour video teachings, which are free when you purchase the study guide. The Romans 911 books and teachings are transformational into God's end time plans to prepare the bride and reform the church. They help to create the breakthrough that will change the world. The reconnection message is like a golden key from the heart of the father to restore love and unity in God's family that opens the door to the fulfillment of Yeshua's prayer in John 17. And it establishes the pathway for the body of Messiah, the body of Christ to receive the greater glory. But this reconnection message in the one new man has been hidden during the church age in the mystery to reawaken Israel to faith and is only just now coming to light. That's why we need your help to fund this project, to bring the message forth, to help us blow the holy shofar, to awaken the greater church into this restoration. Now is the time. Would you pray to give chai, to give life to the reconnection, to reach the church and the messianic body and help unite the family of God? To fund the Romans 911 project, we have created the Give Chai Life campaign. Chai is a Hebrew word meaning life, but it also represents the number 18. And for just one Chai, $18 a month, you can make a difference. Please be prayerful about this. We can't do this without precious saints like yourself who are beginning to get this revelation to help us bring this message before the church. For more information on the Romans 911 Project, please visit our website at romans911.org. It's easy to remember, Romans911.org. Please also subscribe to the Romans 911 Project wherever you listen to podcasts at the end.